the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. Uh, We're hearing a lot, a lot, a lot about white replacement theory. Uh, Major news media is just all over white replacement theory. Uh, And according to the news media, white replacement theory um, has been invented by Republicans and probably Donald Trump was at the root of it. And uh, the, the theory goes like this. Not that it really exists. I'm just saying this is what the liberal media and the liberal left is saying. White replacement theory. It is a movement to keep um, immigrants from coming into America, particularly uh, Latino immigrants, but also African immigrants, uh, so that whites will not lose their majority status. According to white replacement theory, uh, the ultimate reason why Republicans want to shut down the border is that they hate immigrants, they're racist, and they do not want those immigrants coming in to America to such an extent that whites will no longer be the majority, so therefore they can't vote in other whites and so on and so forth. That is supposedly white replacement theory. Um I don't know that that really exists, uh, but we do know from statements made by many, many Democrats that the border crisis um, is not that big a deal, and um, uh, we need to welcome anybody, everybody, and so forth, when, when we know we know that the overwhelming majority of the Latino immigrants that cross the border, uh, the southern border of the United States, if they vote, vote Democratic. So it would make sense that if the Democrats could encourage several million new Democratic voters to come across the border... Well, then what they're doing is white replacement theory in reverse. And whether that's true or not, I I don't know. But there has been absolute condemnation of white replacement theory by the liberal left and so forth. Have you heard anybody condemning black nationalism? Anybody? Have you ever, ever, ever heard one mainstream news reporter 
even exposing black nationalism, talking about black nationalism, or condemning it? Uh, No. So what is black nationalism? Well, it is a belief that black communities should stay separate from the white community. They are to resist assimilation. In fact, I'm reading from a reliable source. Black nationalism resists the assimilation of the black community into the white culture. In other words, blacks must retain not only their racial identity, but they also must maintain their own national identity. They want to remain separate from white people. Um, That's segregation. That's segregation. Um, And then when you start looking into it, there is black supremacism, black separatism, black nationalism, And basically, they're all first cousins of each other. Not all black nationalists are black supremacists, but many are. Not all black supremacists are black separatists, but most of them are. And like I said, black nationalism, black supremacism, black separatism, they're all first cousins. And ultimately, they are based in absolute racism. The KKK wanted to keep blacks out of the white culture. You can live, but you live on that side of the tracks. You can exist, but you don't drink at our water fountains. You can live as long as you live in your community, but you can't move into our community because we are white, you are black, and we are going to maintain our white identity, and we don't want you black folks messing up our white culture. That's exactly what black nationalism believes, except the opposite. They are proud of their national identity, their their race, the color of their skin, and they do not want to be assimilated into a white culture, they want to retain their own black culture. And we're seeing it rise up everywhere. We're seeing... Now, again, it's, it's very subtle, but it's there. We would all be incredibly offended... If anyone went on TV and said, hey, all you white people, we want you to support white businesses. We want you to buy things, sell things. We want you to deal with with white businesses. We've got to establish the white community. We would be outraged, and rightfully so. But all the time we hear, You must support the black community. Now, I understand the argument. I totally understand the argument. Black people have been suppressed and oppressed 
And that is true. Black people have been discriminated against and have been the subject of prejudice and bigotry. That is absolutely true. There is no doubt about that. That is sadly a part of our American history. But the answer is not new segregation and new separatism. The answer is true equality, where there is a level playing field for white merchants, black merchants, white businesses, black businesses. There is an absolute level playing field so that entrepreneurs can do their best to attract the customers in their neighborhood, their community, or people outside of their neighborhood and community if they want to do that. But we are moving quickly into a new stage of segregation, which is going to divide us. It's not what any of us should want. We're Americans. Are we proud of our heritage? Sure we are. But we don't shun other people who are not a part of our heritage. That means white people do not shun black people or their heritage. But it also means that black people do not shun white people or their heritage. What the civil rights leaders of the 60s desired was true equality and the dream of Martin Luther King Jr. We judge each other by our character, not by the color of our skin. We need to continue that legacy, not destroy it by new separation. And uh, first grade teachers leading their little children in the Pan-African allegiance to their flag. That divides us, and we cannot have that. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Just one more thing when I move, and I'll move past this race thing. Let's not forget that the KKK found a home in many churches, white churches. Yes, the KKK found a home in many churches, in fact, many Baptist churches. Fast forward to today. I can't imagine finding any church. Now, they may exist somewhere, someplace. I can't imagine finding any church in America that would embrace the KKK. Things have changed. Praise God. Black nationalism, Pan-Africanism has found a home in many black churches. 
the percentage, I, I have no idea. I'm not even going to try to guess. But I know that black nationalism, pan-Africanism, has found a home in many black churches. My prayer is that those black churches will have an awakening, awakening like white churches did with the KKK and eject anyone who believes in the racial superiority of any race or the need or desire to separate from other races. That's my desire. If we really believe the Scriptures, that the ground is level at the cross, that all are sinners in need of salvation regardless of the color of their skin, if we really believe that, then there is no place for white superiority or black superiority. And the church should lead the way to real, true equality. And I'll leave it there. Uh, We were talking earlier about conspiracies. Well, this is not a conspiracy. This is a reality. The price that you're paying at the pump, it hurts. I mean, this isn't just mild. This hurts. And it is no accident that a Democrat president is in office when we are experiencing record high, and I mean record high energy prices. And it's not just gas. It's not just diesel. It's natural gas. It's electricity. Wait till you get your electric bill next month. Wait until you get your gas, your natural gas bills this uh, this winter. It's real, and it's planned. Listen to this. Chevron, that's the oil company, Chevron CEO Mike Worth does not believe another oil refinery will be built in the United States ever again. Now, one of the reasons we're being told that gas prices are so high We don't have the refining capability. We got the crude oil, but we can't refine it. Anybody like to guess when the last significant oil refinery was built in the United States? Anybody want to guess? 1976. That was the last time a significant oil refinery came online in America. How much has the demand for gasoline and diesel increased since 1976? It's increased incredibly. And yet the United States of America is operating on a oil refinery system that has not changed since 1976. And in fact, No new Now, there was one very small refinery that came online in 2020 in North Dakota. That was the first. So not only have we not added any new 
significant oil refineries since 1976, several have shut down. And many that have not been shut down have been forced by the federal government to become biofuel refineries because of the whole green movement. So the um, CEO of Chevron does not believe, because of government rules and regulations that are currently in place, that we will ever build a new refinery in America. No more. Zero zip. Why? Because this administration and the progressive left desperately wants to do away with fossil fuels. So why would they approve a new refinery when they're planning on doing away with it anyway? So in the end, you and I are the people that suffer. And the absolutely bizarre thing, we're being told this week again by the power companies, AEP has issued... A, war, a plea, it's not sorry, a warning, a plea from AEP. It's going to be really hot like it was a couple of weeks ago. Please, please, please reduce your electric usage. Especially during the peak hours. Turn your air conditioner off, turn it up, whatever. And at the very same time, the federal government is saying, we want all of you to go out and buy an electric car. Really? All right. Hey, folks, have a great evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.